How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's continue our conversation about streaming. So if you haven't had a chance to start listening to the content, honestly, I would start with with Monday and work your way towards this. Um, the only exception would be anyone that already has like an established platform, um, like if they already have like a podcast that they're getting off the ground or um, if they're already streaming so this is essentially today we're going to be talking about marketing and just like how to market your your brand. So I'm going to talk about just essentially um, from like my from my video game experience, and then I'm going to recommend just things in general that I know is going to help promote any brand. The first uh, first thing, uh, of course, is just your consistency. So. My marketing, for instance, for this podcast has just been horrendous. And because of that, um, I'm still slowly gaining a following on like my Instagram with all the work that I'm doing. And I'm going to go over like how, like how to slowly grow your Instagram account. Like for instance, I, I started a month ago, this Instagram account for this podcast, and it's already at about like 475 followers and it's slowly growing. Um, if I obviously if I put a lot more time into it, I probably could get that a lot higher. Um, but I'm going to go for all of that. But first, we're going to talk about um, from the perspective that I did it first, like with the video game, uh, because I, I, in it, I want to talk about my struggles and then like how I got from like taking six months to get 50 followers to like my, on my seventh month going from like 50 followers to like 870 uh, followers and making from like $25 on average to a month to literally like 600 to $1,000 a month um, after that. And it just really marketing is like a big, big thing that you just have to get on board if you're trying to generate an audience towards your, you know, whatever you're planning on doing. So uh, when I first got into it, I was doing... Um, I was video gaming. Uh, I was really great. I'm really good at just like shooter games in general. And so I was gaming um, at the time I wanted to get known for my stream for a game called PUBG. And I was really good at PUBG. And so I would do really, really well with me and my friends. And initially, like when I first got into streaming, I, of course, reached out to all my friends at first that I, I would play games with. But my social circle in my games was not that big. I would probably say there was like, 30 different people um, that would like play different games with, but like in PUBG it was really only like 10 people. So those 10 people of course would follow me. But one of the things, and uh, one of the things you're going to really realize that you're going to run into an issue um, in the gaming space is that in games like PUBG, there's absolutely no chatting platform. What I mean by chat platform is there's no way to type on your keyboard. Everything is just done through the people that are are in your party, but most of the time, like the people that are in your party, uh, or it's voice chat, excuse me. But uh, most of the time, the, the people you're going to be playing with are just your friends, and and games like PUBG, where the only mechanic that they have is like a a, a chat system via voice. <clears throat> you can go and randomly queue up with other people, um, and if you do that, that that will work in your favor. But again. You're like the people that you're going to be competing against. Uh, they're going to recognize like how good you are at this game. It's really hard to portray a, a personality like in a voice chat when they're the maximum people in your party are just three people. And the average game length is anywhere between like 15 minutes minimum to an hour long. So you're 
the amount of people you're going to be seeing in a day, different faces, it's going to be so minuscule. And um, like promoting the fact that you're streaming in a voice chat sometimes can be actually can work against you technically. But so it was really hard for me to blow up on that on that game. Luckily, at the time, there was like other um, games that were kind of taking off. But of all the games, actually, a friend of mine recommended a game called Paladins to me, which is kind of like Overwatch, but it's a free to play game. But it's exactly the same like Overwatch, but you don't have to pay for it. And sorry to everyone that doesn't understand video games. You can actually skip to I don't know what I'm going to try to keep this like 10 minutes long. So after like 10 minutes, hopefully, you know, I'll stop talking about video games. But I have to talk about this background so it gets the point across. Um, I got into a game. I got into a game called Paladins. I again did really well with it. Actually, I became one of like the top 100 players in that game in the span of like a few months, and that's like a top 100 players like in all of the like all the world pretty much or all the U.S. Excuse me, but. Um, so I got really good at that game, but one of the great things that I would see is like after like I would win a game, people uh, in that game there was a chat chat mechanic. So like at the end of the game, people the people that you played against or even the people that you played with would all communicate like a temporary chat room. That's like at the end of the game, people would look at their leaderboard and people could chat. And so people would always be like, "Hey, you know, like so and so." Like I would just say, "I'm just gonna say my name, Jason," but um, I had like a, a different username in the game, but. They would be like, hey, Jason, like you're um, like you did really well. Like, I wish I could play like you. Um, I just got into the game and I'd be like, well. I, I told myself, like, maybe I should promote my stream, I guess, in this moment. I don't know. I've never really thought about doing this. And so I started to just like promote my stream at the end of every match. Like whenever people would be like, hey, you know, you did really well or that that was such a great game. I'd be like, yeah, you know, honestly, if um, if you want to like ask for any kind of advice or anything of that nature, um. I stream like every single day that I'm playing this game. So, you know, hit me up. Here's my stream link. And after a while, I would get a lot of people that started to just check out my stream. Uh, they would stick on, like watch it for a little bit and maybe leave. But so I would start to get like a loyal fo- following, like people that would be like, Hey, like you were really good at that game. Like, uh, and your streams like really great. Like you're really funny. And it would just stick. And I slowly started to just watch my follower count, like just grow. I remember my first time going from 50 to 100. I was like, wow, this is crazy. It happened like in a span of like three weeks. I was like, it took me six months to get 50 followers. And um, to get to 100, it just like blew my mind in three weeks. I was like, this is so sick. And it was like literally like week four, five, and six. So sorry, it was like a month and a half that it took me to get to 800. But I was just like daily hitting like 30 to 75 new followers. It was just like insane. It was the most wildest thing to, to watch. So it took me like another like three weeks to hit like another like double my count. And then like every week after that, I was just like doubling the, my total following count. So like I went from like 100 to like 200 in one week, 200 to 400 in another week, and then 400 to like 800 the last week, 850. And I was like, man, this is insane how quickly I'm, I'm growing. And the reason why was eventually I, I was playing so good. I was playing at like a higher tier that some of the like pe- other big time streamers in this game, they would, uh, they would start to like play against me and I would actually beat them. And then their followers would be like, wow, this guy's like, and then they would see that I'm streaming in the chat. 
And so at the end of their stream, what they would do, there's a system in Twitch where you can host someone and hosting means that they take their, all their viewers and blast it towards your stream. And so I would get hosted all the time. Like it was like, I remember my second week playing, um, like after I, like I hit this top tier in this game, I just remember like getting hosted by like the biggest stream, like the streamer. And he had like a viewership of like 250 viewers and I was like at like maybe averaging at the time, like maybe 25, 30 viewers. And this guy blasted me with 250 viewers. And I just, I mean, my follower account just to start to blow up. And like, I started to get like more engagement and I was like, oh my God, this is so sick. In the span of just like a month and a half, I blew up instantaneously. And it was just the wildest thing. And just like getting engaged uh, with my audience and just, like not being able to keep, I had, it was, I was so not used to it that like my first couple of weeks I had to like tell myself like, Hey, like look to your other monitor and there's people chatting with you because I just never had that before. And, um, it was super great. And so, uh, there was two reasons why this worked out for me and that I ended up learning eventually. And this is why I always tell people that are, are getting into the streaming platform for video games. This is something that you need to be mindful of. So I learned this and then I started to learn outside of like video games after the fact. But first off, you have to be consistent Every, and any of the things that you're planning on doing, like if it's podcasting, vlogging, streaming, streaming in general, you need to be consistent. So you need to come up with a schedule and you need to set up a time slot of when you're going to be streaming. That is first and foremost, the most important thing. So for me, during that time period, I was, I was like streaming Paladins every single day. But like my, my schedule was like all over the place. I started to uh, stream like uh, at that point, like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was streaming like between four o'clock in the afternoon all the way to 10 o'clock p.m. So they were 10 hour or six hour long streams. You don't need to do long streams. They do help. But actually, um, you know, to gain a following, but they actually hurt you when it comes to your average viewer count, which is like something to think about when you hit like partner status. Um, by the way, congratulations to my, my guest that I'm going to have on. She actually just got today or yesterday got an email for hitting partner status on Twitch, which is just mind boggling just to think about like in a year she hit partner status or less than a year. I cannot wait to hear from her just like everything she went through to get to a partner status. Like for people that don't know what partner status is, that is like the highest tier you can be uh, of recognition in like a streaming platform. So there's affiliate, which most people will be at <clears throat> and, and you'll do really well as an affiliate. But once you hit partner status, that means like you have like a good following. Like you've had like a, a hot, top tier following. You have consistent a hundred plus viewers on your stream. So kudos to, to her. That's so awesome. Um, so yeah, you need to be consistent. You have to make a schedule. I know for a fact she has a schedule, for instance. And so uh, that's like something that she does really great. She maintains that schedule. She goes over her time block, but that's good. As long as you go past your allotted time that you're telling your viewers. Because you want these people to know when you're going to be on. And so like once in a while, if you're going to take a vacation, that's great. You can let them know and, and they're going to be understanding. But if you're all over the place with your stream and your and your schedule... No one's going to be watching your stream because people like consistency. They they like to know that you're always going to be on at this time, at this time, at this time. So that's important. Secondly is having any form of social media account. If you're a gamer, gamers, Twitter is a big, uh, big social media platform. 
for um, everyone else, having like a Facebook, Instagram account is going to be great. If you want to have a Twitter account as well, Twitter's actually been blowing up recently for everything. So um, having a Twitter and Instagram is like a bare minimum. But if you can have like a, a Facebook account as well, that's great. That's just like a landing page for everyone or a website. A Facebook page or a website would be great. Um, so like, for instance, for my, my podcast, I'm working on a blog that I swear is going to be launched tomorrow. Um, but a blog is kind of like a centralized platform where I can essentially put every, like all my audience towards like so they can find my streaming eventually. Like if I start streaming my podcast, they can find my podcast links. They can find like additional information about where to find me and like other things I'm working on. It's like great to have like a centralized page like that. And um, I think eventually she's like working on that, but she does have like a, a Instagram account. So, which is like a big thing. And, and she, her whole focus right now is just her Twitch stream. But I think eventually she will start to like transition to like maybe other things as well. And so that's something I'm going to be asking her like when I interview her. Um. And so, yeah, having some form of social media page is definitely uh, something you need to have. You you're like level of consistency in your social media doesn't need to be as stringent as like your consistency with like your schedule on streaming, but it needs to be, you know, somewhat consistent. You should at least do at least like three different posts a week. I don't even do that right now with my social media account with my podcast and that's hurting me. So I need to work on that too. It's just that there's a lot going on on my plate right now at the moment. Um, but I definitely, I'm slowly working to do a lot better with that. And um, so that's one thing. Now, this is directly towards gamers. If you're a gamer, I would not, 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 not stream any of the most popular games at the moment. So if like right now, the big games are like Call of Duty, Warzone, Valorant, um, what else is like a really big game? Like CS:GO, it's not really that big, but I guess it's like big. League of Legends is really big. Um, I would not stream those games unless there's there's two exceptions. Unless they have a chatting room where you can chat with people at the end of a lobby or like pre lobby, and if you want to promote your stream that way, you definitely can. Don't listen to people that are like, "Oh, why are you self promoting yourself?" That's just a lot of gamers. They're, they tend to just some of them tend to be haters, um, but don't spam it as well. Just do it once. Be like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm streaming. It's probably better that you do it at the end of your game, though, because if you do it before, people are going to... Eventually, though, if you blow up in, in gaming, it happened to me as well, you do get what's called stream sniped, and stream snipe means, like, people are going to know where you're at in that game at all times, and so you're at a disadvantage, so you just have to realize this disadvantage. Um, if you're a gamer, you already know what stream sniping is, but uh, for everyone else that doesn't know what that is, essentially like people are going to know where you're at in this game. And so they're going to always know that like, this is what you're doing. And so they're always going to be, have like a one up on you. So it's like playing chess against an opponent, but they're always able to read your mind. It's just, it's, it makes it that much more difficult, but again, it's just something that you just have to cope with. Don't ever take your gaming serious when you're streaming is my second recommendation to you. Um, but yeah, 100% do not stream like a popular game unless it has a chat room. And the only other exception to that is uh, if you're like top 1% in that game. Like you know for a fact. Uh, this isn't like you being biased. It's like 100% like everyone, you're at like at the very top of the leaderboard. I'm talking about like the top 1,000 
in the leaderboard in your game. So if you're top 100, you need to be streaming. If you're top 1,000, then you can stream that game and be the exception because you're like at the very top of the leaderboard and that means like you're really great. Um, if you're not in any of those two categories or if they don't have a chat room, do not stream that game. I'm just, uh, it's just going to be very difficult for you to get into. There's a ton of people that are a going to be trying to stream the big games at the moment and B, like most people that follow those games are going to be wanting to follow like the, the big, the biggest performer. And so if you're not the best performer, it's really going to be hard for you to, to really make a name for yourself unless you like you have like a very unique personality. That's the third exception, I guess. If you have like a very unique personality, then maybe. But again, like you're going to need to focus really hard on marketing like all the time. You're going to be on you're going to need to be on Reddit. You're going to need to have like a solid Instagram account and a solid Twitter account. And you're going to be constantly needing to like post all the time every single day, like three times a day on Twitter, every single day, one post on, on Instagram you're going to need to be on top of it for sure. Um, and you're going to need to know your hashtag game a hundred percent. Um, my biggest recommendation to people is to stream a game. Like if your game has on average, the best way to ever figure this out is go on Twitch, right? And type up the name of the actual game in the Twitch, uh, search bar. And, um, you're going to want to look for something that has, and the only exception to this would be like if you're podcasting, unfortunately, or, or people that are chatting or doing music, you're all kind of lumped into like one category at the moment. Eventually, they're going to change those categories. Um, like if I look music, music and performing arts is one thing as well. Okay, cool. Um, so like just chatting is like for like podcasting, vlogging and all of that. And then music, music and performing arts is its own category. I don't know if that's new. If, if it is, that's super awesome. Um, but yeah, you're going to want to type up your game. If your game has uh, on average anywhere between congruently at the moment, anywhere between 1,000 to 10,000 viewers, that's the type of game that you're going to want to be in. If it's less than a thousand viewers, I wouldn't invest too much of your time into it uh, just because there's just not that active of an audience. But if you can touch a thousand to 10,000 viewers, that's a good enough that where if you do a good enough job at marketing, you can get a good, a considerable chunk of that traffic. So you can get uh, anywhere between like 100 and 150. If you can get 100, 150 viewers on average on your stream, you're killing it. You're going to do a really good job. You know, is it going to replace your job? No. But you're going to make anywhere between $500 to $1,000 a month on, on 100 viewers. Easy, for sure, with like donations, bids, subscriptions. Um, easy. Like if you're averaging always 100 viewers, that's like the type of income that you're going to be looking at. So um, the, my biggest recommendation is look at games that have, and again, you're going to look under categories under Twitch and you're going to type up the game. Like for, for instance, if I type in Call of Duty Modern uh, Warfare right now, it's got 150,000 viewers at the moment. You're trying to compete for that space. It's going to be so hard. But like if I type in like Paladins, for instance, the game that I'm in, right now it's got 1.4 uh, or like 1,400 viewers. Great. It's within that 1,000 uh, um, to 10,000. Rust is another one that I highly recommend. It's like another game that I play. Um, and it's another great game to, to blow up in. At the moment, it's got 8,800 viewers. Less than 10,000. That's great. Let's look at World of Warcraft, for instance. Right now, World of Warcraft is at 40,000 viewers, so it's a little bit above that threshold. So 
That's really hard to get into at the moment. Let's look at League of Legends. League of Legends at the moment is at 180,000 viewers. So again, that's going to be really hard to get into. But at least with like League of Legends, World of Warcraft, Paladins, those games I listed or Rust, they do have a chat platform where you can self-promote yourself. But again, you're going to need to have either a good personality or be fairly good at those games because people aren't really going to follow you if you're not that good. Um. So those are my recommendations to gamers. Um, if you follow that, if you follow like having a consistent schedule, having a social media platform and being really engaging on your social media platform, and also looking at a game that has a, between 1,000 to 10,000 congruent viewers at any given time period on that game, no more, no less, you're going to do really well. Just stay consistent, keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to realize that eventually you're going to start to blow up and, and grow. This is not an accelerated game. Um, you know, what happened to me, it's not going to happen to you. But if you stay consistent, you're going to blow up. Like I know for a fact for, for um, my guest, I, I, I'm curious, but I know for a fact she didn't start off with like 100 viewers every single time. Uh, it was easy for her to move up pretty quickly because the space that she's, she's in is very unique. And so, uh, and it's very loyal of an audience that you have in that space, which is pretty awesome. With gaming, there's a lot of trolls. There's a lot of young people You'll just have to navigate that space, but you'll be able to do it. Um, again, just stay consistent. For people like that are looking to do a podcast, uh, essentially everything I, I brought up is just you know what you're going to be needing to do. It's just your social media is going to be your primary focus. So uh, you need to be consistent. Consistency, like I said, is number one. And anything you do in streaming, you need to be consistent. So you need to look at your schedule and say, okay, I can block out this window and there's no minimum amount of days. Even if it's just like one day a week, that's great. Just be consistent. That's all that's important. But if you could block out more days, of course, that's better for you. But if it's just one day a week, that's great. Just make sure it's exactly the same time period every single time. Like with my podcast, I'm doing them daily, but my schedule isn't really consistent. I do make sure that I'm, I'm posting my podcast every single day by 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So it's at least, you know... um. It's before midnight for every single person on the East Coast. But I, I do want to start getting in the habit of doing these early in, earlier in the day. Uh, my daughter is actually starting to grow at a period now where her schedule is like being, uh, it's like a lot more understood, which is awesome. So I'm super excited. I'm like, we're starting to realize this now between me and my wife, like just start starting this week, which is super great. So I might start getting into gaming streaming again, which is just awesome. Um, and if I do, I'll be streaming a game called Rust. But, um, so yeah, if you're doing podcasting, vlogging, any of that, uh, of anything else outside of like video game streaming or, or, or like the music streaming, um, I think the biggest thing is always your consistency, um, your engagement with your audience. You need to be super engaging with your audience, with like your social media. You need to always be doing a lot of outreach with them. And, uh, honestly, like I would recommend having a website, like a blog, a blog is going to be really big. And there's a lot of platforms that allow you to do those for free. You don't need to pay for them. WordPress is like a popular uh, company to go through for like free website hosting. Uh, so WordPress.com. Just go on there and you can start doing your own blog for free. You're not going to have your own domain to it. You're going to have to pay a little bit more for that. But that's not something you need to worry about, honestly. You could just have your own WordPress domain. And actually, if you do pay for like your own like website link, let's say like, for instance, mine's going to be at tonguesoutpodcast.com or, or like www. Uh, 
tonguesoutpodcast.com. That's so much to say out loud. But um, honestly, if I wanted to do it cheap, what I could do is I could go to the company that I bought my domain from. And there's like a, you're going to have to look this up. It's like on your own time because every domain website or domain hosting website has its own way of doing it. But you could do something called domain forwarding where like when you type in that domain, it's not linked like it's not its own website, but what it does is when someone types in that domain, it, t- it sends them to a different website. So you could do that. You could pay $10 uh, for a domain. It's like anywhere between 10 to $15 for a domain. I would always recommend buying your domains through Google, Google domains. Always. If you're going to buy your domains, go through them. Uh, they're one of the cheapest. And they also um, hide like your personal information with other domain services like GoDaddy. You have to pay additional money to like have them hide your personal information, which is highly recommended. You should always hide your personal information online when it comes to like domains, because if not, you're going to get a lot of spammy stuff to like your emails and like your actual home addresses as well. So, um, cause you have to register your home address and like an email address and a phone number when you register a domain. And if you don't pay for like hiding that, but again, like if you go through Google, it's automatically free included with your domain purchase and their domain purchases are, are relatively cheap. They're like uh, anywhere between like 10 to $12 for a .com. And so essentially you could buy a domain through Google and then you could forward it to your WordPress and like your WordPress, like when it forwards it, it's going to forward it and people are going to know like, Hey, they're like on a, like a free WordPress account because like it'll go from like that domain they typed into like a different domain. But if you want it to be seamless, you could just like eventually pay for um, like your own website. And that's like anywhere between 10 to 15 bucks a month. Uh, you could pay monthly or you could pay upfront and you could save yourself and it drops down to like $4 to $10 a month, depending on the platform you're using. Like my blog, I'm going to be going through Squarespace, but I've tried every single platform. Wix is super expensive. Don't go through them. I use them for my Vegas website, but every single year they keep increasing the costs. And luckily for me, I like, I have a window where I can buy like the the service like on black Friday before like my service is supposed to renew at like the super expensive rate. So, uh, if it wasn't for that, I would have left Wix a long time ago. Um, Squarespace actually has gotten cheaper recently. I think you could do it for as little as like $10 a month for like a blog. I paid upfront. So with a discount code too, I think I paid like $120 for the year for, uh, my Squarespace. So that came out to $10, excuse me. I think if you do monthly, it's like 15 to 20 bucks a month. Um, WordPress again, that's like 10, that's like $15 a month. I think for a website, but if you pay up front, it's like a hundred dollars. So it's a little bit less. It's just, they're not as clean, but you can, if you know how to uh, code WordPress is like super great. Honestly, I need to get a blog out because there's a ton of information to like listen to. And so like, I'm definitely going to make sure I get a blog out and I'm definitely going to make sure that like every single uh, like podcast I've done throughout the week this week, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail in my blog post. It's probably not going to be all done and by this weekend, but I'm going to make sure like this week, like from Friday, from Friday to Friday, you're going to get a lot of additional information for like gaming. Hopefully I could do all of it before then, but um because it's honestly a lot what I'm what I'm talking about. Like a lot of a lot of you are going to be like rewinding, and don't stress about that. Like I'm going to try to do that in a blog post. Um, but definitely, I would have a website for sure. Like just a blog, but again, it's free. You don't need to pay for it. Like if you go through WordPress, 
get like a platform where you can like have a, a area where people can come and navigate to to you or you can have a Facebook account as as well but like try to have like a landing page where people can like chat as well it's like really hard like Instagram is like really great for engagement on photos but if your content's not really photo worthy then it's going to be better like if you engage with them like on a different platform and Twitter is another good one too I just feel like having a website is like going to be like really great for you uh, in the long term and uh, eventually you're going to like, if it's video content that you're doing, like if you're recording yourself a lot, you're going to want to edit that content as well. And I'm going to get into like editing uh, software too. And you're going to take that edited content and you're going to put that on like your website or your, like your social media handles. So people can actually see like certain VODs, like highlights because like they can go like on Twitch, they can see like the whole, like your whole stream, but it's kind of, it's not the same as if like them going into your stream and watching your stream live. Cause like watching someone's VOD is like, it's not the same. So eventually what you're going to want to do is you're really going to want to get into editing and start making highlights of like the best moments of like your, your live stream. I was doing that with like my video game streaming and I would do like highlights for um, my game sessions and I would post those on Twitter and I saw a lot more engagement from that than trying to point someone directly to my VOD. Like, hey, watch my entire VOD. Like Twitch, there is clips and people can catch clips, but clips are only like up to like two minutes long, I think, with a clip. And so if like what you're doing is longer than two minutes, no one's going to want to watch like five different clips at the same instance. So it's like better if you could have like highlight videos that you could post on YouTube and stuff like that. So you can start to grow your audience outside of like your streaming platform. Um, but yeah, honestly, uh, the biggest thing, honestly, you, you could get from this podcast for today when it comes to marketing is, um, or just having a successful stream in general is just make sure to be consistent more than anything else. That's more important than anything. Like if you just never marketed yourself, but you were always consistent, you're eventually going to blow up always because there's going to be, you're always going to be known as that person, um, that's always actively streaming at that point. So like when someone else ends their stream, they know they can always come and see you between that window. Um, try to make sure if you're doing video game streaming, make sure that you're gaming in a, in a game that doesn't have any more than a thousand or no more than 10,000 congruent viewers and no less than a thousand. So you can start to develop an audience in there. Um, have a social media handle, you know, it's definitely a bare minimum requirement. Uh, so like with gamers, Twitter is a big one, Instagram as well. Um, for everyone else, you know, I would definitely aim to have an Instagram, uh, or, and, or a Facebook and Twitter account. And, and definitely if you're not gaming to be very engaging. So like if you're vlogging or podcasting, try to be as engaging as possible with your audience. That's like, for instance, why my pod, my podcast, even though it's like actively gaining viewers or listeners over time, I could have at least had this blown up five to six times fold by now because I'm super consistent and a lot of people like that consistency, uh, but I'm just not actively marketing myself. I'm not. I'm just like slowly doing my social media. Oh, by the way, talking about uh, social media on Instagram, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to search uh, hashtags. Uh, related to the space that you're in. So if you're gamers, search like gamer related hashtags. You can Google like top hashtags in a category and you can find like hashtag uh, like searches where you type in like 
the general category that you're in, like gaming, podcasts, and it will pump out the top 100 hashtags in that space. Uh, you can only hashtag uh, up to like, I think like 30 hashtags at any given po- post. So, or like any given like, yeah, like post that you have on Instagram. So definitely look at the top 30 for that category. Use those hashtags consistently, but also search those hashtags too because you're going to see other people that are using those hashtags. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to, uh, a lot of people are familiar with this if they know anything about marketing. So you're going to want to follow uh, a lot of people. So you're going to follow a lot of people that use those hashtags. And uh, a lot of people say follow for follow, but that doesn't really work anymore. So just follow a lot of people. Wait for them to follow you back. So do this like every single day. Follow like 100 different people. Wait for them to follow you back. And if they don't follow you back, then just unf- unfollow them. Um if you want to give it like a couple days, then you could definitely do that too, depending on the space and how engaged that person is. Um, and definitely follow a lot of people that don't have a huge audience. Like if they have anywhere between like 500 to um, 3,000 followers, that's like your ideal person to follow and hopefully hope that they follow you back because they're at that space where they're trying to like blow up as well. So they're definitely going to be, if you're like at 500 followers and up, like uh, 500 to 3,500 followers, you're really trying to like blow yourself up. So you're going to be engaging with every single follower that you get. You're still going to notice the followers. Like once you get to like 5,000 up, it's really hard for you to keep track of like all your followers because you're probably on a daily getting like 50 to 150 followers. So it's like really hard to like maintain that. But like anyone's like 500 to 3,500 is like definitely paying attention to their followers. And so they're definitely going to follow you back. And if they do, that's great you know, stay following that person, engage with their content. So like leave a comment on their like most recent post or their most recent like couple posts and do that every single day. If you don't have the time to do that every single day or doing that every single day, then do it like as often as you can. So if a hundred is too much for you, then do 50 every single day, but try to do it daily. Whatever your daily amount that you're capable of doing every single day, do that. So like if you could follow 20 different accounts every single day, then do that. Like for instance, for me, every single day right now, what I'm doing is 50. I'm following 50 different people and like engaging with their content and waiting till the end of the day and seeing who didn't follow me and who did follow me. Um, and anyone that didn't follow me, I just unfollow them back. Um, right now, I'm kind of being really lazy about the unfollow. So if you look at like my tongues out uh, like Instagram account, you'll see like right now I'm like 500 followers, but like at like 1500 people I'm following so I'm definitely going to work on that eventually because if I if I get too lazy, it's going to be so so much of a pain. I might actually do that this weekend because the the longer I wait, the the more time consuming it's going to be to unfollow those people. And you really want to try to keep a balance to where your following and your followers is about the same, or you have more followers. You never want to have like your following be more than your followers. So like right now, my if you look at my Instagram account, it's, it looks bad. It looks like I'm I'm definitely like like trying to develop my page. So eventually I'm going to want to reel that back and like get that to be like where I'm at a even at least with my following count. But um, like in the, like the first few months, if you get a little bit lax about it, that's fine because you're of course trying to develop your, your social media handle. So if you're like, if you're following is, if your following is higher than how many followers you have, don't stress about it, but eventually start to work towards like getting it to be even at least. Um, because that means that you have, you have a lot of people that are engaged with your content at that point. And if you have a lot more followers, then you should have a lot more engagement with your, your content than if you're following. 
So at the moment, it's, you know, you're trying to work for an audience. And so it's definitely something to work towards. But if you stay with it and you stay consistent, uh, the name of the game in all of this and marketing and your stream is consistency. If you're consistent, no matter what it is that you're doing, no matter how often you do it, as long as you're consistent, you're going to you're gonna do really well. It's just a matter of, I think, in almost anything you do in life, the, the, the level of your consistency at applying yourself to whatever project you're doing, if you can stay consistent, you're going you're gonna to overcome a lot of objections. You're going to overcome a lot of hurdles, a lot of struggles, and you're going to slowly see yourself blow up. But that's my, my biggest recommendation to you guys for today's podcast for like marketing. Just stay consistent. Make sure to have a social media handle for like whatever you're doing. And for gamers, remember, stick between 1,000 to 10,000 congruent viewer categories for your games. For everyone else, uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, it's a little bit more engagement with your audience. You're gonna you need to focus a lot more with the people that you're you're um, that are following you. It's the same thing with gamers as well. It's just it's a little bit easier with gamers because like you're gaming and people are watching you game and you could talk to them as they're watching you. Like for everyone else, you need to be engaging with your audience. If you could do it via your stream, of course, and do it that way. Uh, but if you if you're doing something that doesn't allow you to really engage with your audience at the same time then try to take breaks and then uh, engage with them at that point as well during your breaks. Um, thank you guys, everyone, for for listening. These, these podcasts this week, I've been trying to keep them short, but it's impossible. There's just so much information. Um, but honestly, I hope that this is helpful for you guys. I've been hearing from a lot of people that it is, so that's super great. Uh, thank you guys. And I, I hope this helps at least one person. If it helps one person, that's great. If it helps a lot more people, then that's phenomenal. But thank you guys for, for listening to this. And I will catch all of you guys. Manana. Peace.